0: What's going on, everybody? This is Tanner Lee of the Kicking Out Podcast. And I'm really excited to have joining me this afternoon, Mr. Warren Hayes of the Mr. Warren Hayes show. Warren, how are you doing this afternoon? I keep wanting to say this evening, but it's this afternoon.
1: Look, I mean, it it's evening somewhere in the yeah, world right now. Right. So So, right. I, you know, I don't take offense to that kind of stuff. Plus, uh, you know, uh, pandemics and COVIDs, I think we've all lost you know, a sensible level of time tracking. So you're completely forgiven, whatever time it is. And whatever time it is right now, I don't know what th- – I'm good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> you're,
0: you're right, though. What is time? What is uh, the current day anymore? We we don't know. It's no. something.
1: So. It's, it's something, yep.
0: <laughs> but uh, Warren, you are a busy, busy guy in the world of wrestling media. Uh, you got a lot of projects going on, it seems like, always – entertaining but i came across your stuff oh probably year and a half two years ago when you were helping out with fightful sure yeah with uh, srs uh, mm-hmm. sean ross sap for those of you that don't know the abbreviation alex Pulowski, jeremy lambert robert d felice all those guys on uh, some of their post shows you were also mm-hmm. writing for them mm-hmm. um what 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 was your start before then though? Tell me a little bit about your background, ha- how you got into the world of uh, wrestling media.
1: Um, well, quite honestly, that like, okay, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's a fun no, but it's a funny story. It's like you know, I'm just I, I started writing actually for uh, FanSided, the Daily DDT. That's how I okay. got into it. Uh, got um, so I, th- I don't remember exactly how, but I probably saw an opening you know, pop up on Twitter and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, apply. And I'd never written for wrestling before, you know, obviously been watching wrestling, but I had never written anything. So, uh, I, I send over an application and, uh, and they hire me and I worked there for oh, a few months, uh, wrote a whole bunch of stuff, uh, over there. And then at some point I'm like, the, the writing's good. It's fine. But, you know, I was listening to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a lot. Look, the ones that were significant to me at the time were um, uh, uh, Stephen Larson and Going in Raw. No, no, no yep. Um, uh, what What culture? When the Cultaholic guys were still there, mind okay. you, you know. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, those were those were very formative for me. And like, yo, uh, this is really cool. Like, I hadn't realized that there was, uh, and this, you know, I chalk it up to age. I, but I hadn't realized that there were like, you know, wrestling podcasts, you know, outside of, let's say, Dave Meltzer, The Observer stuff, you know, of course. Yeah, sure. the cool. And uh, Wade Keller. And it, outside of the big, you know, journalists, the ones that had been around since the 90s, like when I started watching, not when, I, well, when I was really invested in wrestling and was going online, you know, these are all names I recognize. And I was like, of course, they have podcasts. But I didn't know, like, there were these side people, right? So I'm thinking about it. It's in the back of my head all the time. And then I'm on Twitter one day, and uh, uh, Sean, Sean Ross Sapp, tweets out, would anyone like to join me for a retro review on Fightful Select? I just jump right in and DM him and say, sure, I'll do it. And he writes me, like, almost instantly back, and he says, cool. uh, We'll be doing, I think it was Great American Bash 95, I want to say. I don't quite remember, doesn't it? irrelevant to the story ultimately but he, t- he names me the pay-per-view and and then he says uh, is, are you okay with that? Says, sure I'll rewatch it take some notes it'll be great. He says cool. Uh do you have a decent working microphone? And I say sure. So I so he says cool and we hang up. Well, we hang up. I close on the DM and I go out and I get a decent working microphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh and and that's essentially how I started. So I did that with Sean and I sort of then I I sort of got the the itch and was like okay I'm. I've set up. I've got the microphone. Uh, I'm going to keep doing it. I open up my YouTube channel and I start doing that. That way, Sean eventually gets me on board full time. Well, full time uh, as a contributor. Uh, at first, I was on select doing. Uh, I was covering NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live, which was a seriously a fantastic gig. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then later on, I started joining him on the post shows. Uh, Wednesday Night Wars, which was a lot of fun. Like, yeah, that's essentially that was essentially my career path. And then in the meantime, um, developing my own stuff, um, work, working on stuff on my end, tweaking and trying some things out, and doing the audio stuff as well. So yeah, you know, you just that, that's essentially how how things work out. I, I meet Kristen, which was a life changing event in and of itself. Kristen Ashley, who <laughs> co founded, who actually founded uh uh and in, in which I'm an owner and a contributor there as well. So uh so we work on women's wrestling over on that side as well, which is something that's very, very important to her, but also to me at the same time. And though it, it's one of the things that we connected on very, very quickly when uh when we met each other. So yeah, so there's a bunch of uh that's essentially how it is and how it sort of folds circles to this today. So yeah. I'm Pretty fortunate. I'm very lucky. Met, met a lot of people like uh, Tanner Lee throughout it, <laughs> throughout it all, and and it's cool. I mean, that's part of the that's part of the fun of why you do it. You, uh, you, I, I, I'm talking too much, but I am gonna. No, I, not- no, no, I am. I seriously, <laughs> and I know. And that's the thing. It's like my brain at some point is like Warren. Shut <laughs> but but that's the thing is like I find that you know wrestling is such a it's such a niche thing even today. You know, like I. I don't know anyone around me, like in my day job or in my family who is a wrestling fan. They will know, same, right? They'll know about Stone Cold Steve Austin. I have a coworker who annoys me purposefully by saying, Vince McMahon is my favorite wrestler. You know, that kind of like, you know, but I have, we like a lot of us don't have people like in our immediate entourage to dive in and have some really good juicy talks about the business. And the products, and it's cool for that. And that's something that I latched on to very, very quickly. It's like, okay, this is awesome because we can create these connections, know these people, and then just have fun talking about wrestling. And then that's something that I want to it's an environment that I want to create. I, you know, I've I, I hate the word community in, in in you know, creating a community because I I it, it, and to a certain degree it feels like a cult like a, i created sure. this community sure. but you know i did i did want to 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 be able to create a space where like-minded people who love wrestling could congregate come together and, and discuss it you know without being you know shout, shout shouted at by randos on twitter you know so it's like i i think that part is and still today is is really something that 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 um feeds me moving forward that really gives me the motivation to continue doing it because i i think that part is is uh is crucial not that they're not that my community is anything you like you know it's one amongst how many hundreds and thousands of others out there but it's still mine and there's some great people who are there that we all uh, chat and exchange with and get to know. So that's really cool.
0: Absolutely. It's still something to be very proud of. I mean, it's yours. You created it. You're meeting great people who are interested, has to have the same, similar interests as you. So, I mean, I think it's, I think it's fantastic.
1: Uh, it, it's just really weird. Cause, and sometimes, you know, we, we mostly hang out on, on our discord and, 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 you know, sometimes I, I'm like, I, 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 you know, we talk about it. I'm like, I feel weird calling it a community. Cause I, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, uh, you know, like I'm <laughs> in a bunker in Waco, you know, it's like <laughs> everyone, no, 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 call it it. Like even the, yep. the, you know, the people in the community are saying, call it a community. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Relax. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's interesting. You, you're bringing up some, uh,
0: facts about social media, Twitter and everything. And, and, and as we know, on, on, wrestling, social media, I'll call it, it can be such a toxic place, yeah. but it can also be such a positive place as well. Just kind of have to weed out the, toxic and, and they just, you know, move on and sometimes ignore it. But what's your standpoint on people who bash other people for liking a W instead of WWE or liking WWE instead of a W my philosophy is okay. Kicking Out Podcast, we are an AEW podcast. Sure. That's what we talk about. But we're not going to bash other companies or people who like other companies because in the end, we're all pro wrestling fans. We're in this together. We all have different likes and interests. It just drives me nuts to see people bash other people for their fandom.
1: Now, brother, I can't. Look, uh, it is the weirdest thing, This this tribal need to create some form of supremacy. Look, I know where this goes back to in the 90s like because i was i was alive in a teenager in the 90s so the monday night wars i was knee deep in it uh i was uh hang on a second i was more than just a teenager like i was i was a young adult
0: i was elementary school so
1: no 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 that's no 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 i was a young adult um and and i was on i was on the message boards i was doing the whole nine yards i was going to scoops before it was SCS scoops. And it was just Al Isaac scoops and one and the, you know, uh, news from Dayton, all those places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and on the, the message boards and yeah, there's a lot of us who were suckered. I, I think a lot of us were suckered into this, this, uh, this ratings war being meaningful to us as fans, you know, as mm-hmm. people who sit back and observe the business and who want to just get a grasp of what's going on, which is normal and fine. Brilliant people do it out there, like Brandon Thurston over at WrestleNomics. He he break he he breaks down the ratings and the financials uh, uh, constantly, and, and the ratings on a weekly basis, just giving objective analysis so that you can take and interpret. You have guys over the Voices of Wrestling who will break down the ratings and give their own business analysis, but but ultimately it doesn't matter. It like it it. It doesn't, it matters if you want to look at it from a business perspective, but after that, it's, it's a question of what you like it and it's that simple. And if someone else doesn't like what you like, it, it is, it's cool. Like there's no problem. I own a PlayStation. I'm not going to go shit on people who own an Xbox. It doesn't, I'm going to focus on. The things that I like and the things that I don't like about my PlayStation. It's the same thing here. Yep. The the energy expenditure to go off and just and 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 trash AEW or trash WWE just because they're on the other side. There is no side. You, you, okay. Like it. Only the only people who want you to pick a side are marketers. That's the only people who want you to pick mm-hmm. a side. And and I'm a marketer, so I know. I I and even in my own job, I'm like, I want people to, to pick us instead of someone else, which is normal. That's what you want to do. So you want people to pick a side, you want people to be to feel strongly about it, but to the point of just going after other fans and ridiculing them and mocking them, and and we're talking about fans, but talent as yeah. well. Yeah. Which is absurd, doubly absurd. Um I, I just don't get it. I really, really that to me is a complete mystery, utter and yeah. complete mystery to me.
0: It's just it's kind of like the world we live in. To me, is like what happened to agreeing to disagree, or you know, I mean, it's like it's kind of like we live in a world. Oh, you don't like what I like. Well, we can't be friends. We can't. No, talk, that's I it. Have to hate you. you
1: uh, camps. Everything is about camps. Everything yeah. about and, and and you're either all one thing and all the other, but you can't have. Look it. Look, I try. I I watch AEW and WWE because a you know, bunch of reasons. Because I cover mm-hmm. it. Because I want to. I, I want to talk about things that I've looked at. Mm-hmm. I will not comment on things that I don't look at. That's why people mm-hmm. say, "How did? Well, well, why do you watch Raw if you don't like it?" Because I don't like Raw these days. Ross, uh, it, but the I watch source. it. Listen, <laughs> I watch it because I want to understand. Because I want to be able to talk about it. Because if someone comes and tell, because if uh, if I'm in a position, if I'm in a position to talk about it, which I am, I want to have experienced it. I want to have seen it and said, yeah, absolutely. This sucks. As opposed to seeing a few people talk about it on Twitter and make up my opinion, make up an opinion from there. Um, so, um, so ultimately what I, what, what, I, what, what I want, um, on my end, when I tweet stuff out, let's say live watching raw and there's a lot of rough stuff, you know, like, or on SmackDown, there was 18 minutes, 18 minutes had gone down on SmackDown on Friday night before we got one match, 18 minutes. And I hate that. That's, that's yeah. a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Then I have people come into my mentions like, no, oh, you're so biased. And then I'll watch, AEW, and i'll be like man that cody promo ugh, of course from a wwe guy i like, Yeah, you,
0: you can't win you, can't, you, win, you, can't, you win. can't win and
1: and the thing that i've come to realize and and and, and this is an expectation that i'm going to create for myself is or i had created for myself and i'm going to try and, and i have to chip away at is that uh, i can't expect randos on twitter to be aware of this is another term I hate, but it's the only one coming to my my body of work. Uh You know, I don't expect someone just coming in to be like, oh yeah, this guy, he talks about everything. So it's cool. No, they're going to see the thing. They're going to react to the thing. And that's that. And you're going to like, yeah, but I'm not, I do I have a preference? Yes, absolutely. Have a preference. And that's normal. And I'm not Mm -hmm. a journalist. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, my, what I do what 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 I like to to think about uh, what I like to think about what I do is talk about wrestling, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about things I don't like. I'm gonna talk about things I like, and yeah, it just so happens that AEW is doing it for me these days. Yep, From yep. top yep. to bottom. It's pretty much it's pretty much the thing that and that 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 uh, that meets the most of my criteria when I want to watch a weekly wrestling show. So yep. what do you, I mean? Bias, sure, but I have no reason to not be outside of am I being entertained and I don't care if you're from WWE or from AEW or New Japan or GCW or Beyond Wrestling if you're entertaining me I I will talk about it I'll tell it it's good if you're not same thing it's just that simple absolutely
0: uh uh, social media gotta gotta love it gotta hate it (laughs) (laughs) So going back to your wrestling fandom, when did you get into pro wrestling? I mean, has it been a thing your whole life or was it more of the boom in the 90s or the 80s?
1: Um, I started watching wrestling um, when I was very young in, in the 80s. Um, <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> I, was, uh, I live in Canada, in the, the province of Quebec. So uh, what we were exposed to very, very young was Lutte Internationale international wrestling which was uh a promotion attempt well it was what what you'd call these days the montreal territory okay uh, and it was owned by uh, andre the giant and gino brito and a little later on dino bravo was also co-owner of it i think when andre uh, moved, uh anyway, look, i'm not gonna get into the history of that but that's that's what we get like on saturday mornings and what like when the rest of or not the rest but you know when big parts of the u.s were getting you know uh Saturday yeah, night I mean, you know was. exactly you know on 605 and all that me it was saturday mornings sunday mornings you get back from church turn on the wrestling um and that's what that's what we'd get that's what uh, that's what you that's what you'd watch out of montreal and what was cool was that uh lutte internationale was affiliated with the NWA had a working relationship with the AWA as well uh, so there were some big stars like Ric Flair that I was exposed to very very young um, just out of you know talent sharing and, and whatnot you know um, so th- so that's how I got into it hey my fr- my favorite wrestler when I was a kid mm-hmm. you know again, usually you talk about this with people you go oh Steve Austin you know the younger generally you'll talk about Jeff Hardy you know I was like me Rick Martell. Be, when when he, even when he when when he, he was the top baby face in in l'Internationale or one of two, because you had Dino Bravo who was another top face, but they were from two cities in Quebec, Montreal and Quebec City, who were who were just clashing at each other. Mm-hmm. You know they both had NHL hockey teams and they <laughs> yeah. always hate. You know everyone hated each other. You know so that bled into into. So if you were from Montreal, Dino Bravo was the big baby face. If you were from Quebec City, it was Ricky Martel and Quebec City is my hometown, so um, and, and he was called Ricky Martell, not Rick, you know. So, so he was the babyface. Hell, he was even a, a a AWA champion at some point, you know. And he had the strap and everything. Um, so he was like my my first. I even met him once. Oh, really? I met him once again. I'm a kid, and my 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 mother is volunteering at a uh, at a food drive um and um so you know you're in you're in a church basement and you have all these tables set up with bags and Mm -hmm. goods and and ricky martell shows up like publicity stunt sure but he comes and he spends a good couple of hours there you know just lifting boxes and crates and you know he's a big guy and Mm -hmm. and people so and 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 i was super starstruck and my mother was like but just go see him just go see him no I can't yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it mom <laughs> and I remember she she went with me and he super nice guy I zero remember what he told me he probably told me something like stay in school kid you know yeah, yeah. but yeah it's like just one of the best things ever at that point so that's uh that's awesome so that's how I, that's how I followed it and, and and then eventually wWF took over because because, you know, Vince bought the Montreal bought Territory. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that story? Yeah. <laughs> um, so then everything short, sort of transferred over to, to WWF on the weekend mornings. And then I got older, started getting access to cable, was able to watch Nitro and Raw and all that. And uh, I was a very, very big fan during the, the Monday Night Wars, the Attitude Era. Um, bit of a dip towards the late 2000s early 2010s you know s- watched once in a while mm-hmm. I'd say but I wasn't as invested uh and uh yeah I've been I started watching more regularly maybe a couple of years before I actually started podcasting again so uh that's that's the overall gist of it yeah
0: yeah, I think my fandom. I I started. I mean, I mean, I'm 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 29 years old for for some reference. So, so I I grew up in the Attitude Era. Of course, I liked both WCW and, and WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. But then I I took a break from probably 2000 to 03. Not because I wanted to. It's because my parents actually tuned in a few episodes of of Raw then and like eh, we. I don't think you should be watching this in the ropes. It's like, come on! I've been yeah. watching it for three years now, but so then I took a little break, picked it up again. Uh, right around, oh, uh, when Goldberg got in the WWE, and then Kane got unmasked. I know, and all that kind of that summer, I got back into it, and then, and then, kind of like you said, back in the late, uh, it was probably like oh seven to twenty ten. I stopped, and then I got back into it when Wild, the rock huh? when, when the rock came back. So.
1: That's it's fun. wild, huh? Because we're there's a lot of I'm going to say us because uh-huh. I think uh, who like 2009 to 2012, 13. A lot mm-hmm. of us sort of lapsed off, which is weird because the quality of workers was going oh. through the roof. Yeah, the people they had there were fantastic, but there mm-hmm. was there were no personalities to latch on to. You know, you still mm-hmm. had John Cena who was there. There was CM Punk who was uh Who was making waves, you know? But uh, who it was yep. a it was a tough one to get invested in. Sure was.
0: And then a few years ago, honestly, I my fandom was starting. To, I was still watching every week Raw and SmackDown, but my fandom was starting to go downhill a little bit until I kept hearing about these guys, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta check these guys out. And then shortly after that, All In happens, and then I got sucked right back in AEW forums and. And, and here we
1: are now. So. And and it's crazy how the independents were were really the rage back then. Because look, I mean, you look at both major promotions right now, and they were they've all been powered by Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. PWG, mm-hmm. Uh, just crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know it, it, the the stuff that was going on in the independents was was crazy and it it was still it was still it was easier to have access to mm-hmm. but not as easy as it is today you know Correct. it's you know with the with the return of pay-per-views via fight tv and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um streaming services like independentwrestling.tv it's it's super easy now to get into uh, to get into independent promotions and and, and get the shows watch them GCW. It's super simple, but even, man, that's it. like ten years ago, it it was still a it was still a little convoluted. You still had to buy the DVDs. You had to right. know the right people. You could find them on YouTube, sure, but mm-hmm. you know it uh, yeah, it, it it's wild when you think about it.
0: I mean we're we're pretty blessed right now in twenty twenty one to be pro wrestling fans, in my opinion, because there's so many varieties and options to watch. Like you said, the accessibility to watch is getting easier and easier, even for Mm -hmm. these companies that aren't too big.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's never been easier. It's, I mean, for wrestling in general, I mean, Mm -hmm. look, new Japan, new New Japan, Noah, they're super good examples. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I remember. What, when I was in the nineties, I dabbled in tape trading, but Mm I was I was too busy doing drugs to really get involved (laughs) in it. If we're being honest, there's too much effort. (laughs) So, but but I know that like there's most of anyone who was watching New Japan at the time was trading tapes. Everyone was going on the forums and was talking about uh that that was talking about uh, Muda outside of let's say what he was doing on WCW. Um, it it was on tape. They were all Mm -hmm. uh, trading tapes. And today, man, you can you can watch New Japan just via subscription, something that was so obscure and was really like reserved for a subset of a subset of fans, the Puro Resu fans. You know, Mm -hmm. now it's like everything, everything is so much easier to get into, which actually adds to your point from earlier, Tanner, that. Mm It doesn't make sense that you should waste an iota of your time shitting on other people who mm-hmm. don't like what you like because there is way too much out there to like and invest your time into. Right. You, you, don't, like w- you don't like WWE. don't like WWE. like AEW. Cool. Well, instead of shitting on WWE and you – know, I'm just putting that – Oh, right. sure, sure. Um, yeah. uh, you, you, then get a, a $10 a month subscription to independentwrestling.tv and right. you will have – of indie promotions just at your fingertips you want to see the next big things in women's wrestling that's where you go you know it's like ah, it's so incredibly frustrating when when you when you also think about it that way it's like it's so easy to find content you like these days why would you even focus on shit you don't like
0: i think everybody or not everybody these people who bully or target these other fans like that i think they forget how awful it was after the wwf bought wcw and our options were really limited back in the early 2000s and there wasn't all these organizations that we've been we've been mentioning i mean you were really you had two choices back then i mean Mm -hmm. i mean tna was just kind of starting after WCW closes doors, but um,
1: wasn't what it is now. I mean, so but TNA is another promotion that had that that has its ups and downs. Every absolutely. promotion has its ups and downs, absolutely. You know? But there's a period in TNA which is the the earlier uh, the earlier parts of it, which is unmistakably great. Yes. Then uh, then there's the Dixie Carter era where everyone sort of goes well, help. You yeah. know. And it is- it, I, I, I right now I think impact is um, is is uh, has never been has never been more interesting. Um, I don't know if it's never been better, but it, it's been a long time since it hasn't been this interesting. I think they're doing really good moves for themselves uh, and it's it's showing it's paying off. so you know good for them.
0: Yeah, I would say the roster like in 2009 was pretty darn stacked when they had uh, Samoa Joe. AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, uh, mm-hmm. somebody like Matt Morgan—just uh, off the top of my head there—they uh, had, they had a bunch of ex WWE guys kind of in there. That's maybe the strongest the roster was. But as far as in-ring product, interesting storylines—I agree. Right now, they got some good stuff going on. And I mean, like last night, announced uh, Moose versus Kenny Omega at the next pay-per-view next month. That's uh, will be interesting to say the least.
1: I have thoughts about Moose, but... oh, <laughs> well, go ahead. I, I, would, I would like to... Well, I don't like Moose. I don't think... I like, okay. Moose, Moose, you know, Moose, mm-hmm. he he was suspended from the NFL when he was a football player because he threw right. his wife down some stairs. Right. Uh, he trains at uh, Team Vision Dojo with mm-hmm. uh, Chase and Rance. That's Chase and Rance's people. No, nah, mm-hmm. I have I have no time for that guy. Mm-hmm. No time mm-hmm. at all. So yeah. those are my thoughts. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I'm not surprised. Like, well, you know, in all objectivity, it's like uh, who you look at the card right now for for Kenny going yeah. in there. Who's the opponent? Who's the guy? Eddie Edwards, bless Eddie Edwards. Yeah. He's he's a TNA lifer. God bless the guy. But yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy Callahan, I yeah. I was never on board the Sammy Callahan train. I'm so yeah. I'm, I'm, I was one of the holdouts, and I was like, no, I don't get it. I don't get. I don't. I I think he was interesting when he w- when he had a stable, you know. But I think as a solo act, I, look, I don't want to. But <laughs> the, the, my point is that who is in TNA right. that on the short term can provide the threat for Kenny Omega? Eh, I guess there's it is, not yes, yeah, but... there's
0: not too many options, but I, I, I don't yeah. care about them. But this whole forbidden door, I don't. I guess we could call it a storyline, but I, because I don't know what's actually going on behind the scenes as far as partnerships. It's been really interesting to watch between Impact and uh, AW and even New Japan. And I don't know about you, Warren, but I gotta think there's something big coming in the next few months. I got, oh, it has to be as as travel, at least to the U.S., is getting. Easier, people are getting more vaccinations in the U.S. and everything. I gotta think we're gonna see, or I'm hopeful we're gonna see the original Bullet Club maybe come over eventually and and, and get in a feud with the uh, super elite. I guess they calling themselves or the elite.
1: <laughs> um, it, it, a lot of people are wondering that, but I'm like, I don't think like okay, like in character, mm-hmm. like uh, I, I, like business is another thing, right? You know, mm-hmm. you you talk about money properly, you know, and that's a whole other thing. But you know, I'm thinking like in character. I think I don't think Jay White gives a shit. Uh, I don't, you know. No, I think I Jay, no. I think for Jay White, he's like they can do whatever they want. Yep. I don't care because mm-hmm. in the meantime, I'm having I'm tapping out Hiroshi Tanahashi on a, on the rag here. Exactly. So I, don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think evil cares. I don't care about evil. So you no, know, I don't either. Um, you know, Kenta maybe, but yeah. like I don't think. I, I think the only people who do care are the Tongans. Yeah. Right? yeah. I think it's yeah. the gorillas and I think they're alone in their thing. But then yeah. again, you know, they were the the firing squad, right? That's their mm-hmm. faction within the faction. So if they want to come over and and do a thing, okay. I'm the, quite frankly, like I don't think this ends any other way than Kenny Omega fighting Kota Ibushi. I think there is yeah no other outcome to this forbidden door stuff in 2021 than that happening on night two of wrestle kingdom. Cause I, I, I fantasy booked this uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, in another context. And I think, look, if you, if you were to say here, Warren book us, Kenny Omega's, mm-hmm. um, belt runs, yep. like, okay. Um, Will Osprey is going to fight, or at least he was supposed to fight. We'll, we'll see what happens, but he was supposed to fight uh, Kazuchika Okada for, for the belt. He retains, mm-hmm. he retains the belt. Um, uh, no, actually he loses the belt.
0: Okay. Okay. Loses so the yeah.
1: So this is important. Yes, because that's it. Um, uh, 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 Will Osprey loses the title to Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika Okada is doing his in-ring promo at the end. Boom! Cleaner music hits. Kenny Omega comes out. And he's like, hello, old friend. You know, it's one of these things. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, cool. You got that title. Turns out I never got that title either. I think, you know, it kind of should be mine. Um, they have a pay-per-view Summer Struggle, I think. like, uh, Sounds they, right. Some, you know. Um, or Demi- No, Dominion be too- Look, it doesn't look. Yeah. Like. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Summer Struggle. They've, they have the fight. Kenny wins the, the new IWGP title place goes bananas and that's his thing he's the belt collector yep. so if he's going around collecting belts uh you know collecting the the impact world title neat but yeah. it's not like going into new japan and getting not the big one there you not know? even close you know and we know that's never going to happen with the wwe title no. so you know you might as well go for you might as well go for bro um and i i sincerely think and i know people are like you get the G1 this fall. Guess who wins the G1 for the third time in a row? Yep, Kodabushi.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he gets a shot at Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. He gets the shot at for, for at Kenny at Wrestle Kingdom. Kenny loses, and that's where the downfall of Belt Collector Kenny begins. I like that. And seeing that's seeing that that's the catalyst mm-hmm. for everything else. Then you can you can actually. All the other promotions can then immediately start planning, start building the guy who's going to take the belt off of Kenny. The Mm -hmm. super championship, the AEW world championship, the impact one, or whatever else he collects in the meat. I I think it'd be, don't you think it would be funny as hell that Kenny Omega became the GCW champion? Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know, cuz Nick Gage and John Moxley is, yep. is inevitable. That's coming up. Yep. What if what if Nick Gage beats Moxley and then Omega runs out? And he's I like mean, I want a piece of Nick Gage.
0: Oh, that'd be fantastic. Cuz nobody would see it coming.
1: And Nick Gage is super hot right now because of the yep. uh,
0: because of the doc. Dark. Yep, Dark Side Arena, yep. Wouldn't yep. that be wild? Oh, I love that. I hadn't even thought about that till till this very moment.
1: So so that so everyone has time to prepare their their the who's going to take the belts out of Omega because this is the criticism that I heard multiple times and I hated it because you know I, I realized that there's a lot of fans who and we have one guy in one promotion to blame for this they don't think long term but every belt that Kenny wins he has to lose
0: uh,
1: yes yes he has to lose everyone he wins yep so the question is, and this is where it gets interesting: is who who are these stars going to mm-hmm. be? Stars, because you know every guy who beats Kenny Omega, and let's just throw mm-hmm. it out there, or any girl if someone wants to get wild, mm-hmm. you know, impact—you mm-hmm. never know. Yep. Whoever wants to beat Ken, whoever beats Kenny Omega for these titles, instant star. Yep. Instant. Yep. Yep. They will. And Kenny owes this. Kenny's not a dope. He realizes this. Sure, it's doing tons for him. Mm -hmm. But this is ultimately going to trickle down on five, six maybe people. Mm Kota doesn't need it. That's not the point. The point is a marquee match. That's the thing. But everyone else. Hangman Page, man. That's the dude. I don't see anyone else. It has to be.
0: The only other guy I could think, and I don't think he – I don't think he needs a belt. I think they showed that this week. Darby Allen's the only other guy, maybe, but I think Heyman makes more sense in long term storytelling.
1: JR likes him better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's more right. of a JR type. <laughs> You're right.
0: You're right. You're not wrong. But uh yeah, it's it's gonna be fascinating to see how it plays out. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. But uh what are your thoughts on AEW right now? I mean, we're on the road to double or nothing. We're getting more and more matches every week. Uh, it looks to be a good card. It's going to be capacity crowd at Daly's Place, fifty five hundred. That's going to be exciting. Uh, you look forward to the show,
1: of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I've been looking forward to everything AEW does on the regular for for months at this point. I, look, there's. I, I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. That's the best I can do. But there is. There is not another cable national televised wrestling program, weekly televised national wrestling program Mm -hmm. that, and that checks all the boxes for what I like about pro wrestling than AEW. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anyone, I I really don't think anyone does it better. Um, Everything just works. Mm -hmm. Everything connects. I think the storylines are uh, the storylines are, 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 are simple. They're most of the time wrestling based. There's a couple of exceptions, but but and 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 I can we can I can pinpoint to moments where I'm like I didn't like this as much because they sort of deviate from what they do best, which is putting on wrestling with which is putting on a wrestling show with actual wrestling that has wrestling related stories or stakes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Give you a good example: the MJF presidential race while he was challenging John Moxley. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, I thought, I thought the first thing was cute when he came out, did the, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm announcing my, uh, my contendership, you know, Mm. okay. Election year. We're aping that Mm -hmm. fun, but Mm -hmm. it was recurrent and it was every week. Mm -hmm. And the, the, I, I thought on one hand, it's too sports entertaining. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, clearly something another promotion would do and I'm like I'm not into this despite the fact that MJF did a good job with it it doesn't do it for me Mm -hmm. and the second part and this is still this is the thing that boggled my mind until right up until they formed Pinnacle I'm like why would you saddle MJF with a with a corny angle like this where he's Kind of toes the line of comedy and mm-hmm. when your opponent is John Moxley, who is all business and he's he doesn't have time for this shit and he just wants to beat your face in. Mm-hmm. MJF is one of the best promos in the business wherever you may look. He's a guy who is at his best when he has the one liners just ready and waiting and just that just stab you through the heart. That's where he shines. I get it. He wanted. He, I think it's okay. He wanted to flex his uh, his his entertainment chops. You know the fact that he was in Glee Club. You know that's fine. I I can get behind that. Show he's the total package. Mm-hmm. But MJF is at his best, his most relevant when he sticks to the business. When he sticks to being an asshole heel because he is the best asshole yep. heel. Absolutely, no one doesn't like them. Absolutely, so that to me was something that I'm like, eh. <laughs> and, and, and and like last two uh, last last Wednesday the the hose thing, I was like we, that unnecessary. Yeah, didn't need that, and it it really killed the pacing of the show too. I found it was like, okay, this is too long, and it's not that great, and um, but this is a show mm-hmm. that starts with a wrestling match every week. Yep. And a yep. good wrestling, match. a good one. Yep, always yep. on fire. Something that you're like, I'm gonna stick around and watch more. Mm-hmm. It's super well paced. The, mm-hmm. the 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 show is always fantastically bookended. Great, great opening. Fantastic main event. Week in, week out. Yep. And then they just fill up they fill up the show with content with stuff. Yeah, sure. There's promos and everything, but there's stuff there. Mm-hmm. Not. Five minute, <laughs> five minute introductions or recap packages over recap packages. We don't need those. Yes. Yeah. But- I appreciate AEW. This is probably the thing that I appreciate the most. For they will, they will reward you for watching. You know, they will reward you for watching in subtle ways. They will not insult your intelligence by saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, this just happened fifteen yes. minutes ago." Yes. They will, they will, or this is what happened last week. If you didn't watch last week, it's not that big a deal, but we're not going to run through it for you. That means that, that you're watching tonight. Well then good, because that'll probably have repercussions next week, which is kind of what a TV show is. You miss an episode. Well, uh, the show moves on. You know, and there's new stuff happening. And thank you for being here this week, because then Mm -hmm. you'll be able to catch up. Yep. Um, It doesn't it it rewards you for watching, it and long term watching as well, because they always do throwbacks when they have the 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 occasion to do it, the opportunity to do it, and uh and they uh, they don't insult your intelligence by just these constant recaps and this. You know, it's like, whoa, what about all the new viewers? But take care. Take care of your current viewers. Take care of the people who are watching and are invested in your program. That's what you want to do.
0: If they they won't book the same tag
1: match eight weeks in a row.
0: Mm hmm.
1: That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or give you give you the tag match at WrestleMania, wait two weeks after, then yeah, yeah. give it to you again, and yep. then have another result. Yep. Yeah. I uh, Yep.
0: I mean, I mean, there are things I do call them out for. Uh, like this past Wednesday, um, on our post Dynamite show. I was a little frustrated with the, the camera camera angles in production a little bit. Once a while, like during the host segment, you could clearly see Jericho crouching. It's like.
1: Mm. Okay. Okay.
0: So, and I know it's little things, but that
1: that took me out of the well, segment right away. Because like, no. you, you, you make a good point because, you know, production isn't a W strong suit. Right. Right. We've right. had a couple of examples, right. in Recent months, right? That we can look back recent,
0: on. recent weeks, yeah. Recent weeks, even.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I mean, but but they're you know they're improving, right. And, and there and there are some moments of of production that just flip around, and you're like, oh wow, okay, perfect camera angle. This was great, you know, like the angle of Darby Allen when he did that that cannonball suicide, dive.
0: Uh, oh my god!
1: And he literally just bounced off of. Of uh, of Miro, mm-hmm. that camera angle did everything for that. Yes, yes. It was a boing! Like yep. he, he, I'm like I've never seen someone ricochet off of someone's body like yes. that. That was it, that was literally yeah. it.
0: I'm scared to think what Ray Phoenix is going to try to do to top that because it seems like, Oh, Darby did that. Well, I'm going to go 10 rows into the stands next time I dive. Cause it's like, <laughs> those two have a competition. Those two are so fun to watch.
1: Well, oh, you, you know what? I kind of, it's probably Ray Phoenix was a competition with Darby. Right. And Darby's yeah. kind of like,
0: yeah, 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 Darby
1: just Darby just shrugs and he goes. Yeah. You know, Ray's like, "Oh yeah, you did this. Well, I'm gonna do. You know, a, a Fosbury Fosbury flop, and I'm gonna land on the guy's shoulders, and I'm gonna hoist myself and flip myself over the barricade onto my like onto my legs." And Darby's like, yeah.
0: sure. you're right, you're right." Uh, another shot I did love that I thought just was um got me right the feels the other night was how they captured Darby and Steen moment when they did that the was fist great bump, when they did the fist bump the other night. I thought that was. That was and it's,
1: it's a little something mm-hmm. just a tiny just a little darby's looking over he's like pops i yep. don't know what to do and and stings like son you can do this you yep. know that's all it was and, yep. and then the fizz bump and it was like and and i was like this is cool yep. not two minutes of monologue in the ring no but i'm serious no you're right two minutes of you know Dad, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Dang, you gotta help me. I'm done. Darby. Yep, you are the most resilient man I have ever met. <laughs> I have been in this business for thirty years. Yep. I've seen them all. I've seen guys bleed, but you know it's like yeah, just, just a little straight to the point, a little mm-hmm. detail, and it tells so much. Yep, and that's the thing. Doesn't take you for an idiot. Yep. Doesn't take you for a moron. Nope. you understand what's going on you know it's pro wrestling tanner we're yep. not dissecting james joyce you're we're right. not trying to to delve deep into the secondary meanings of the poems of t.s Eliot here it's <laughs> fucking pro wrestling
0: you're right you're so right on that yep yep <laughs> but don't tell twitter that warren twitter oh no. you know, <laughs> I
1: for- god no wouldn't want that now <laughs>
0: So looking at this double or nothing card right now, yes. what are some of the matches you're really looking forward to watching?
1: Is it okay if I pull it up just to make sure I don't absolutely, Absolutely. There we go. I'll just pull this up right here, 2021. Um, let me see here. Um, well, okay. I am very very excited to see Britt baker win the aw yes. women's championship it's time it's time I, th- I think this is the one i think this oh. is the one you have to you have to pull the trigger it's on gotta be it's gotta be personally i would have done it before yeah. I, I would have done it before this mm-hmm. i would have done it i would have done it be, uh, a month ago mm-hmm. but brit right now like when she says she's the face of the women's division she's not wrong she is absolutely right hikaru Shida, uh, bless her was uh, the best that they could do with during the pandemic. Right. I think she did great. I think she pulled out some great performances by some wrestlers who maybe weren't ready for the spot. Uh, I think she uh, I think she was perfect for the job. Mm-hmm. I really, I really think she was. I th- now I think she, I think it's just a question of she's run through everyone. Yeah. We just have to move on, you know, and I can understand that maybe they're a little hesitant to put it on Thunder Rosa because Thunder Rosa still has. Can we talk about Thunder Rosa for a quick second? Absolutely. Just a quick second because mm-hmm. this week, you know, she's on NWA on yes. power, right? Yep. You know what angle that they're running there? They, I, I, it's something where if she loses this title match, I. She, this is what I understand. Here's what I understand. She's cutting promos saying mm-hmm. that she's proud to be NWA, mm-hmm. but she's proud to be going everyone else, you know, because mm-hmm. she wants to be an ambassador for NWA, mm-hmm. you know. So proud, 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 proud to be doing this, on and so forth. Camille, right? Camille, mm-hmm. juggernaut, huge yep. heel. She comes. She she challenges her and says, you know, uh, uh, you know, you shouldn't be the representative. You shouldn't be going around doing this stuff. You should be focused here. You know, if you're so proud, you shouldn't be going around. You know, so so they're. This is what I understand. Uh-huh. They're having a match, and if Thunder Rosa loses the match, she has to. She she's stuck in NWA. You're right. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what promotion would be like? Hey, you know what? If you lose, you you, you can't go anywhere. It's so. <laughs> that's the that's a punishment yeah that's a punishment you can't go anywhere and i'm like who's booking this billy corgan my god man this makes no sense i you're if she loses the match she's she cannot go anywhere except your promotion what the fuck he you know the
0: nwa was Powers one program i gotta say i don't watch very often but i did see that storyline I, I had the same thoughts as you i'm like but there's
1: no reason to watch it. It's, no, it's, it's behind just, a paywall. You have to p- pay a subscription for right, it. And right. the few people who I do follow and who mm-hmm. watch it find it miserable. Yeah, it's and it's a far like it's a far cry from the revival that we got in 2019. Yep. And uh, like base and the one thing that everyone, the two things that everyone is is consistent on is that the promos are gone, and the and the, the wrestling is gone. There's mm-hmm. there's no one there that really carries the wrestling load and the promos, you know, those great fucking natural yeah. promos that everyone was cutting. Yep, No one is there. No yep. one is there anymore. Yep. So it, it's a shame. Don't get me wrong because mm-hmm. I was rooting for NWA. I really yeah. was. And it could be just a lull. cross your fingers. Yep, yep. And uh, hopefully it rises. But I, <laughs> I can't believe the stipulation where wow. we're like, Thunder Rosa, if she loses, she's stuck here. I'm like, this, this is not good. No. You know, so, so you can never do if you win a, con, a a match where it's like if you beat this guy, you get an NWA contract because it's like it's it's not a prize. You've no. established that You've wrestling that. for you yep. is not a prize. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I'm excited for Britt Baker and 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 Shida. I think mm-hmm. uh, I, I think Brit has risen beyond all reasonable expectations. I think she's the most talent
0: or the most improved talent they've had since the beginning of when they got on TV. My
1: opinion. Sure. I think she's as a all rounded. Sure. I can get behind that because I will, I will die on a Hill that in 2020, I think, uh, I think Nyla Rose was their most improved talent Okay, because Nyla Rose went from me in 2019, cringing at the thought of watching her wrestle. Yeah. To getting to 2020, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nyla Rose. She improved, man. Yep. Leaps and bounds. Like, yep. she really put the work in, character-wise, in-ring. She's not perfect. No, but. But she – like, I'm no longer and uh, anxious at the idea of a, of a Nyla Rose match. Yeah. That's but I point. agree. As far as overall, from top to bottom – Uh, Brit is amazing. Brit is she's so good. She's so good. I mean, look, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but you know, she does hang out with Adam Cole quite a bit. You know, and sometimes in her facial expressions and her mannerisms are like, yeah, she's rehearsing with. Oh yeah, but I mean, of course, right? Yep. Why wouldn't you use Adam Cole, perennial? Son of a bitch, smarmy heel! Why wouldn't you use him? He's at your fingertips. Christ, he, mm-hmm. he makes apple crumble for you on the weekends, <laughs> probably.
0: Yeah. Uh, why
1: funny. wouldn't you like, you know, tap that and be like, yeah. okay, uh, give me some pointers, man. How how should I work? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just been phenomenal. She's yeah. been phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I mean, ever since she made that transition from face to heel, she took it to another level. Yeah, it's time. I'm for also her. excited.
1: Uh, for Adam page versus, um, Brian cage, Mm -hmm. uh, in a, uh, in a loser, uh, loses the right for their name to rhyme. (laughs) Uh, no, but the, um, I I thought their match on dynamite a couple of weeks ago was extraordinarily good.
0: And and what I loved about it, I honestly thought I was like, Oh, Hey, man's going to win this, but it's a good match. And then they swerved us. It's like, Whoa, didn't see that coming.
1: I didn't see it coming because I thought they were going for the streak for Hangman. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to tell the story for him challenging Kenny Omega that Kenny was going to duck him because mm-hmm. Kenny's a chicken shit heel. Mm-hmm. That he was going to keep ducking him and ducking him, but Adam Page was just going to keep racking up the wins and get like a 40 streak. And then at some point, everyone being like, Kenny, you can't duck him anymore. Yep, you got it. Yep. He's the number one contender. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. He's got he, no not only is he the number one contender, he's been undefeated for x months you know mm-hmm. i think and sort of to pressure kenny into the match and that's what i thought they were going to do so clearly not yep. that's fine but uh, just on the strength of the match that they had on dynamite now they're going to be on pay-per-view and have some time more mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. yeah i'm really looking forward to that and i'm looking forward to seeing what anthony agogo is going to do
0: yeah yeah me too i i I, mean, I got mixed thoughts on how we're going to get to the match after this past week, but uh, I don't
1: like it. I just don't like it. I don't like I, uh, evil foreigner gimmicks in 2021. Come uh,
0: yeah. And and, and and I'm a Cody fan, but and I, I like how we can get passionate with those promos, but I thought this past week missed the mark. I just didn't. I don't it's too, no. too much that he brought into it in my opinion. So
1: yeah, no, it was all it was a bit all over the place, but you know, just you know, and there's a lot of stuff that you can discuss on top of that. But yep. like, if you focus just on that one thing, an evil foreigner gimmick, yep, come yep. on, yep. yeah, yes, yeah, especially since a go a go go. What I love, what I loved about him is that I and I don't know how close it is to his personality or not. Uh-huh. Okay, so, let's say I'm getting worked here, he looks at the he looks at the, at, at the audience, he surveys the social media landscape, and he sees all these nerds, all the video game guys. So what how does he get his heat? Says, I don't play Game Boy, I have sex with my wife. Yep. It's the most basic douchebag heat. Yep. But it worked. It's it's exactly what
0: MGF did at um It was a Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen in 2019. But
1: the difference. It's that MJF does it, you know, with a little, I know what I'm doing. I'm, Uh I know I'm messing with you, you know, Uh like he's being, he's like, I'm pushing your buttons right now. You geeks. Whereas Uh the go-go he's like, he's really like the, you know, the douchebag who locks you in the locker. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like there's no irony to what he's doing. He's more, he's more like, no, no, man. I'm a, I'm an alpha male and he believes Mm -hmm. it. And it's like, and I thought it was great. And that this is great heat. Yep. Regardless, and just the fact that he doesn't play video games and thinks that I don't have <laughs> sexual relations, I don't give a shit. I, that's, I don't mind.
0: That's no Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's a great point. Great. I um, I just the whole aspect of Cody having the American Dream stipulation or the name by his by his name that night it changes my whole thoughts on the match though because now I'm like. Eh. I don't see Cody losing with that. Whereas at the beginning, I'm like, for best for business, I think a go go going over.
1: Here's my hot take.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Controversial take, maybe. <laughs> um I I'm very weary about Cody Rhodes these days. Mm-hmm. Um and not just if anything, the promo just cemented a little bit that I was that I'm I'm okay to be where worried about where he's where he's heading mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like everything is everything he's involved in is very always serves to uh, self agron um, self promote b- grow him. Well, they all do something with the wrestlers, but like yeah. Yeah. grow him higher and above, you know, yeah. above, yeah. You know, like he has the big entrance, right? He doesn't come through the tunnels, it right? Goes he does you know, come through the middle, you know, it's like mm-hmm. all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I thought, at the very least, he was going to lose to QT by shenaniganry. Yep, I did too. At the very least. But he beats QT. And now I'm like, are are they going to nexus these guys? Mm. That's what I'm thinking. And I hope not. Because really, the best thing to do in this circumstance here at at the pay-per-view is for Cody to lay down. An mm-hmm. Eagle liver punch mm-hmm. and die. Well, yep. l- l- figuratively speaking, mm-hmm. kayfabe. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. want Cody yeah. Rhodes to die for <laughs> the record. <laughs> um, but, but that's it. It's like, yep. I, otherwise, like, if, and I'm very, very serious here. If he, if he, do, if he goes over a go-go, um, it kind of murders everything that they were trying to do with these new guys. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm going to be curious to see, and, and even myself, you know, I was excited at the prospect of three new dudes mm-hmm. being put in a feud with Cody. It's a big deal, mm-hmm. attracts attention, and I was excited for them. I'm I love the way E. W. handles their uh, their new talent, the, the 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 younger guys. I love how they handle it, but I think I think a go go sh- is going to be okay cuz i get the feeling that cody really likes him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know the uh, the uh, his logo's great you know his agogo at like the olympic rings i think it's amazing yep. i think his theme song is great like they're putting a lot of effort into him mm-hmm. kind of like jade you feel yeah. you kind of feel like agogo and jade are cody projects right yes yes and, very much and cody's no no moron uh when it comes to the business he understands it he he knows that a go go should go over, but if he doesn't go over, I think that spells trouble.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting too with that report I'm sure you saw this week or the rumblings that Wade Keller reported
1: from Oh, that they're not in speaking terms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. Stuff. I don't either. I, I don't know what to think. I, about
0: and that. Then, then the Young Bucks, of course played fun of it and made it a part of their new bio on on Twitter. So
1: Yeah, and they'll probably all be having ice cream on BTE this yeah, week. you're probably all, right. All four so, of them, you know, so it's so, like I, I I don't know. But I mean, it does feel like Cody has been on another show these yep, days. Absolutely. Um you know, no intermingling, but the intermingling hasn't been happening for a long time.
0: Now, uh, darn near a year since the TNT title came, you know, came into play
1: he's Cody, Cody's had his projects. Mm-hmm. I think he's, you know, he's naturally distanced himself from the elite If we're talking, you know, kayfabe or whatever you want to call yep. it. Storyline, um, you know, starting the nightmare family and all that jazz. And I think he's comfortable in that role. Um, you know, the elite has essentially been, well, the elite has always, was always essentially, uh, Kenny and the bucks. Yes. Yes. And then they they pick and choose other people in mm-hmm. there, but essentially the elite was yeah. those three. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know for, but that's it. There's been no crossover, no discussion, nothing. Uh, everything's been like in there, you know, everything in the right place. There hasn't been any any crossover. Even John Moxley, you know, he's been over on that side with the elite stuff, and yeah. it's as if Cody doesn't exist in his realm. Yes. Yeah. It is kind of weird, but ultimately, here is the thing: it's like even, I, I can understand if at some point your friends—I mean, you're in a business, you're running a multi-million-dollar business, right? Mm -hmm. TV time—you've got talent coming after you and saying, "Hey, Mister Rhodes, can I have a turn on (laughs) TV, please?" Uh "Hey, Mister Jackson, oh, another Mister Jackson, can I have time on TV, please?" You know, kind of Uh thing. You know, I. I think it can get very stressful on personal relationships. Sure. I can, and I can get behind that, but there's one guy who's been making the decisions since January, 2020. He's the guy who's been holding everything together. So does, how much does it matter that Kenny and the bucks aren't, yeah. uh, Kenny and the bucks and Cody aren't on speaking terms. Right when tk is the guy running the show and that's ultimately all that matters so if if cody if cody has a one-on-one meeting with tk to set down his ideas and then the elite have their one-on-one meeting and to set down their ideas and then tony just takes everything it's like all right there we go you know it's like yep. and then i you know you speculate and you're like maybe the guys are a little annoyed because it's always cody who gets the Who gets the TV shows yeah. and the the yep. game show appearances mm-hmm. and the people magazine spreads and mm-hmm. all this shit. And they're mm-hmm. like then again, maybe they don't care. Maybe the Jacksons are like, I don't want to do this yeah. shit. Yeah. But in three years from now, Tanner, mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes is no longer a full time professional wrestler.
0: Absolutely. Yep. He's I mean, he's been on record saying that within the next five years he wants to hang him up and I'm
1: giving him three.
0: Three. Yep. It'll be interesting to see 2024. And he's becoming a father soon. So that could change everything. So. Oh, And
1: it, 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 it doesn't, it will.
0: Yep. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, double or nothing should be a great card. I'm, I'm interested in the, in the main. Well, I don't know if it's going to be the main event. Cause stay in stampede two could be the main event, but I'm interested in the triple threat pack, orange Cassidy and Omega. I think that's going to be a really good match.
1: The only thing that bugs me is the triple threat aspect of it. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it when WWE does it. And I'm not a fan when anyone else does it. Yeah. I I I I I think I personally think that there was a lot of value in having your first one hundred percent audience mm-hmm. return show and have Orange Cassidy come out as the sole challenger. Yeah. I think because people are gonna be oh they're gonna be nuts. Not only are people going to be nuts just to be at the arena and cheer for wrestling, but Orange Cassidy, Mm -hmm. already in the minds of many people, the people's champion, right? Yep, yep. Coming out, match with Kenny Omega, AEW title, the place is going to go absolutely bananas.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's
1: cool. So I – and nothing against Pac. Pac is one of my favorite wrestlers. I think he's the archetypal professional wrestler. I don't think Mm -hmm. there's anyone better than him. Um, he's amazing. Selling, uh, uh, brawling, aerial shit. Like he's there's nothing that man can't do. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, I think he's a little shoehorned in there, and I don't, I don't understand the idea of the triple threat. I really don't. It's not, it's not that big. Uh, it's not a draw for me.
0: Yeah, I think if I had to guess right now how it's gonna end, I think, I think Pac eats the pen. I think that's why he's in there in the triple threat.
1: You think so? you think yeah. they're going to protect Orange?
0: I do too. I do. I don't even know.
1: I, I don't
0: do. even know. Uh, I could mm. be way wrong because I just feel like ever since he beat, beat Chris Jericho, they haven't put him in a big story. I mean, he had that mm-hmm. thing kind of with with Miro and Kip, which I I could go on a rant about that. That I just I didn't care for that. You didn't but like it. I, I didn't like it. I thought well, I liked I didn't mind at first, but six months of it. I thought it was a little too long. I, I like Miro now that the sure. Miro that we're seeing now. I mean, this past week, sure, and, 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 and just the thought of him against Lance Archer for the TNA yeah. title signed me up all day long. So,
1: um, but, uh, but but you, you you made a you also mentioned the um the the Stampede match. Yeah. I'm excited to see if they're just going to stick to, like they can't do comedy, right? I wouldn't think so with these two teams. Not after, not after blood and guts. You, you can't do jokey jokes and teleportations, and uh, <laughs> you know, and 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 uh, you know,
0: Sammy it, getting hit by something or chased by something, or
1: yeah, you know, or coming across the football field doing yep. uh, d- 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 doing um, suplexes. You know, you can't mm-hmm. you can't do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: this time around. Mm-hmm. Fighting with the mascot, you yep. know, it, not in this context here. So that I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Yep. That I'm curious to see what they're gonna do.
0: I do like the stipulation that if inner circle loses, they have to disband forever. I think that makes it more interesting because if not, I think it would on paper be too predictable. Um and, and I know Fozzie is touring starting July 14th through September.
1: Well, hey, I'm gonna I'm okay with Inner Circle disbanding. You know why? Because Pinnacle fucking rocks.
0: Well they they do, and I and I honestly think and I like the inner circle, but I think they've been together for darn near two years. I think this would freshen up their characters if they split.
1: I think they need to, I I think they've leaned too hard into the, the hokiness, the comedy. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with it. I like, I I like comedy wrestling. That's not the problem. Mm -hmm. That's not the issue, but I think like it's done a little more harm than good. I think it's hard to take them seriously. Whereas pinnacle are coming out and they're like, they're all business. Yep. You know, I, 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 the beating that they gave inner circle on their formation that night is one of the best, most fun things I've seen in wrestling in years Mm -hmm. because it was, you know, wasn't goofy. It was just like, we're, we're just mugging you guys. Mm -hmm. We're tying you up handcuffs, putting you through shit. You're bleeding. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is, this is good.
0: Yeah. That was great.
1: And that's what they need to continue with pinnacle, right? Pinnacle. That's, that's how it has to go. So I feel, Breaking up the inner circle will help Santana and Ortiz. Yep. You know, Ortiz has been hilarious. (laughs) And, you know, he's been. But you kind of want their grittiness back. I want the Pitbull version of them back. There you go. And that's the version everyone misses. Mm -hmm. That's the version everyone fell in love with in Impact Wrestling. Um, And when they jumped AEW, that's it's that version that had everyone freaking out when they showed up. Uh, what was it? Was it at all out? I forget. All the out. Paper.
0: Yep. After the uh, ladder match between right. the Bucks and the and then match.
1: everyone was like, oh, sh-, you know, you know, the violence just went through the roof at this yep. point, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is it. This is where they're going to shine. And we didn't. We haven't really got. We it. didn't quite get that yet. But I'm okay. You can't push mm-hmm. everyone at once. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's like with Miro. You know, it's like wasted Miro. They haven't wasted them. They just decided to go down another route. Now look here. Yeah, there you go. You know, it's like so. I'm. I think that they're going to be the main beneficiaries of an inner circle breakup. Let them go off and just be, you know, the hoodlums, the, 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 the gang members the, the just the violent sons of bitches that we know they can be that yep. I think they're going to be the main winners there.
0: I, I want to see Sammy by himself. I, I want to see him spread his wings as a baby As face.
1: long as he's not a baby face. Oh, you want, I, the, you want the heel version, huh? I want heel okay. Sammy Guevara. Okay. I don't care about yeah. baby face Sammy. I really don't. Yeah.
0: Well, it's his darn vlog for me that makes, me, makes it hard. What do you think about Sammy's vlogs versus BTE these days? I think Sammy's vlogs are better. Right? I do. I BT is such a snore. And we cover BT every week, but I was talking to Paul the other night. I'm like, I don't know how many more weeks we want to cover this because it's just, there's nothing interesting happening. And and
1: you know who's been missing on most of these? John Silver.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Silver's been gone. He just came back this past week. Exactly. But, I mean, everything sort of... Like, like at some point, like yeah. thankfully they had the Dark Order on BT, oh, yeah,
0: because there
1: are so many bits on that show. Where I'm like, I don't get it. Uh-huh. I d- I don't understand it. I don't think it's funny. Like the Nyla Rose, uh, the, the Nyla Rose, Vicky stuff. Guerrero. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's boring. Yep, and it and and the audio is always shit. Yep, you know, it's like I I can't get into this. Yep. This is boring. Um. It, Yeah, like there's nothing really compelling on it. Not even the elite stuff, the the, the Jacksons, when they do little things. It's such a snoozer these days.
0: Yeah, compared to what it used to be. It's not even close. It's not even
1: close. Or even like what they were doing with the Dark Order. Yeah, yeah. The Dark Order was always at least the saving grace there. Right. And now even that's tepid. And then John Silver's not there. Right. So Sammy's vlogs have been refreshing. Sammy's, Sammy's vlogs have been a lot of fun. Well, even the BT title,
0: it's always on Sammy's vlog. It's not there even on B-the-Elite anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, so. It's, a draw. Uh, it's two more, is a draw. Two more questions for you, then we'll wrap sure. this up. Uh, okay. We've uh, longer than I want to take up your time. So, Oh,
1: sorry. Okay. No, but... <laughs> no, um,
0: my fault. I no, no. I, uh, I'm enjoying this conversation. I just feel bad I'm taking up so much of your time.
1: It's fine. It's fine. Uh,
0: um, a lot of free agents out there that got released, uh, we'll say, round two – of the well, hopefully, doesn't become a tradition of WWE releases on the same day. Uh, where do you want some of these uh, talents to end up? Let's oh, still, let's start with let's start with Samojo. Where would you like to see Samojo?
1: Oh, um, you know, ultimately, okay. So ultimately, of course, you just want these people to do whatever's best for them and absolutely. whatever makes them happy.
0: A- absolutely,
1: that's the main thing. Uh, I want Samoa Joe to, I want Samoa Joe to go have a G1 this year. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd want. I want him to go in there as a gauging, uh, star special attraction. And I want him to, uh, I, I want him and Shingo Tagaki to go at it. I want him and Tomohiro Ishii to go at it. I want, I, I want a Samoa Joe redemption run. He so deserves that, it. So he- that everyone remembers how amazing this guy is, how a fantastic professional wrestler this man is. Um, because I'm telling anyone, anyone who were like who you saw tweeting on Twitter or co- commentating on their podcast or whatever, saying, Oh, some old Joe couldn't cut it in WWE, you know, <laughs> because it was never he was never that special to begin with. Is proof positive that they have never watched anything outside of WWE.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just that simple. So, mm-hmm. Joe, I think Joe deserves uh, 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 deserves a a, a four week G one of blood and sweats that he won't win, but where he'll have some amazing matches mm-hmm. with some with some world class uh, athletes that will bring the best out of him and that he will bring the best out of as well.
0: The fact fact that he didn't have a main title run in WWE, which I call main title, the universal or the WWE title is just asinine. It's a tragedy. How did you
1: not, how could you not put the belt on him with the whole Wendy stuff? that that he made that angle he made the angle do you know why because he's a great promo yes because he, he knows how to work an audience yes he one of the best
0: and, and even the feud with uh lesnar he had a i don't know a great balls of fire i think it was or yep. whatever that yeah i thought he should have went over there
1: so and, and that was a it was always positioned to be a um a, a transitional challenge for Brock, right? Mm-hmm. But he made it special. Yes, he did. Because he threatened Paul Heyman's life yep. in the corner. Uh, it was fantastic. Yep. yep. But that's it. It's like Samoa Joe, he looks the part mm-hmm. and he acts the part. He, if he says he's going to tear your head off, he's going to uh, tear your head off. You, you say goodbye. Yeah. yeah but uh, yeah, I just, I,
0: yeah, I could go on for a long time. My, by-
1: I love Samoa Joe, yeah. and mean yeah. anyone who's familiar with what he did in, in Impact TNA knows no, how amazing he is. The PWG yep. shit, he's just—he's amazing. He's an amazing wrestler. Uh, he, so... he just underused, undervalued, yeah. underappreciated, underused in WWE.
0: Well, one of my favorite matches of all time, and one I always recommend to people if they're trying to get into wrestling is go watch the Triple Threat between Styles, Joe, and Daniels.
1: A classic TNA. All time wrestling classic, all promotions yep. Uh, yep. come together. It probably t- impacts the greatest match of all time.
0: I, I would think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan is he gone? Well, I don't know. I know he's a free agent, he's but
1: I, I'm. So, I, 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 I think I hate, so too. I don't want to burst anyone's bubble. I think but you're he's. Right. Res- Here's the only thing that's making me. The, the, uh, I, I can't remember who I was chatting with this. Who, who I was chatting this with. Um, but they made an excellent point that Daniel Bryan was Daniel Bryan always said that he wanted to leave the business in a better shape than when he came in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what motivated him to start working with guys like drew Gulak last year, you know, where he's like, look, I'm going to work with guys who never get a shot. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: think that's part, part and parcel for the Cesaro stuff as well. So I would not put it past him to have a run on the Indies just to, himself wrestle some new guys see mm-hmm. if he still has it you know find himself a lee moriarty and see see how he can square up or daniel garcia uh or uh uh, uh or ach he yeah. you know they've never really crossed paths you True. know uh leo rush you know just go oh, on I the indies and 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 have have a a run give some shine there him and i think he's still i like to think he's still uh, that there's still a part of him that enjoys the art of wrestling and that he wants to go do that. Cause he doesn't need the money. He, mm-hmm. he wouldn't even have to ask that big a fee to go. You know what I mean? would yeah. be like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. get, uh, you know, buy, pay for my flight for me and my kids. Oh, we're wrestling in Orlando. Can we get the uh, tickets to Disney world? Yep. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and just go and just try to elevate some people. I feel that's it's part of the at least the public persona of Daniel Bryan. It'd make a lot of sense. I'd love to see him go back to Ring of Honor. He's one yeah. of the founders, you know, yeah. one of the founding members. I'd love to see him go back there, <sighs> wrestle Jonathan Gresham. You kidding me? Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people say w. I don't even. You know what? He he he's a guy who can get a John Moxley deal wherever he goes or yep. he's like i'll sign with you
0: but i want to work
1: but i can do whatever i want yep because yep. he keeps saying that's what he wants to do with wwe wwe mm-hmm. will probably not grant him that mm-hmm. but he's resigning yeah and we were talking about him on friday like yeah the good, he, point. good point if he was if he was persona non grata they wouldn't say a word
0: good point good point on the female side uh I think I know your answer here, but we'll see. Mickey James.
1: Oh, she's going to N.W. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. so what I was like. I was and like that's fine. there's nothing yep. wrong with that either. Yep. I mean, that's a you know, it's not a yep. knock. I think the yep. women's division needs a good boost like that. Thunder Rosa is she's A.W. bound, like uh,
0: yeah, as soon as she can be fully, as, yep.
1: as soon as, as soon as it's official. Uh, they, you know, they've got, they've got that. I mean, but you know, because in the meantime, you do have Serena Deeb, who is AEW two, but also the NWA champion. Look, but Serena Deeb is still the champion, and she's Mm -hmm. going to need some proper challengers. Right now, Mm -hmm. all her challengers have been on, uh, have mostly been on dark on or on dynamite. She's had, I think, she's had a match. She's had a defense on on NWA. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me right. on that. I think you're right. But I mean, they're going to need other women. Camille will only take them so far. Uh, I think having Mickey James, there would be great. I think it's, I think it's a natural fit. How about Chelsea green? Um, I Chelsea, I think Chelsea would fit in really well. If she were to return to impact, I think she'd be, she'd be welcomed with, why uh, open arms especially if she comes back as the hot mess mm-hmm. um i think she, she'd be a good fit for AEW. at the same time I, I, frankly i'm sort of hoping that she comes back as the, comes back as the hot mess i really i i think i, I really miss that mm-hmm. character persona that she had developed so yeah i think i either or i think is uh i think it's good i don't think she'll be doing any Extended time on the indie. She's doing a Zello Pro show in June, if I'm not okay. mistaken. But um yeah, I I, I think she's going to look to get herself signed. I mean, she's working hard at it. Started yep. a podcast, yep. and she's you know she's doing what needs to be done, and I think it's smart.
0: She even had to change the name of her podcast already. Do we so, know why? uh She got hit with a cease and desist by whom, though? I guess there are multiple books titled that.
1: Oh like 50 the 50 shades of gray?
0: People? Uh, well, it, I guess there was there's actually books called 50 shades of green as well, but not by the same author right. or publication. Yeah, so whatever. So, so she changed it and 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 it, it, it was it'll be it'll be interesting this next week. I'm sure she'll she'll talk about it a little bit if if she can. Probably. So, probably. Um and and these other two towns have been released for longer. Andrade
1: um, here's another guy who can do whatever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be challenging Kenny Omega from what I understand, uh, at, uh, triple mania, mm-hmm. which is a huge deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love this, uh, because this is going to make so much money for AAA. this mm-hmm. is going to be one of their biggest selling pay-per-views in the company's history, because there's going to be so many, uh, non, uh, out of mexico non latino people who are going to tune in Absolutely. to this the the people who didn't even who don't even watch Lucha libre are going to tune in for this mm-hmm. um and they're going to realize how much linia is a shit show <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the, most, it's the biggest show of the year that has so much trash happening mm-hmm. in it yep. your vampiro was farting audibly on commentary oh vampiro i love it anyway but uh um yeah it it was a slow slow news week this week when it was revealed that andrade was having talks with AEW. right yes you're like duh yeah of course the guy's gonna hedge his bets everywhere
0: and right when i heard that you know they always have a surprise entrant in the casino battle royale i'm thinking hmm
1: that's true that would be that would be very good, but then again, it wouldn't necessarily mean anything. Right. You could just come in for the one-off and then leave right. because that's happened a few times as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh Mercedes Martinez comes to mind. Yep. Um Jeff Cobb was a one-off. Jeff Cobb. Nope. Well, he did he was he had a was no, he, he was a one-off just, entrant? Yeah, was he was a, an entrant, and then he had like he was on a dynamite too, at some point, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He was actually on back to back dynamites. That's what I was thinking. That's yeah. right.
1: Okay. Sorry, but you're <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yep. But th- that's the point. He could come in for just a one-off and then, mm. and then be gone. Um, if I'm him, like I go back and I, I, I draw in Mexico Yeah, and I go work with my buddies, you know, th- like there's rumors that Roosh and company, they're starting their own business, Roosh yeah. and Bandito and, uh, Dragon Lee. They're all starting their own thing. They're all friends. They're all yep. pals. Yep. And, and Andrade has an open invitation to go back to to Japan too. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Go hang out with the Japanese uh, uh, version of Los Ingobernables. it will be fine. Yep. Um, I I honestly don't think that he's gonna end up in AEW. I don't. Yep. I really don't. If I I think especially since we've heard that Zelina's going back to, yep. to WWE. Because I think it was the voices of wrestling guys who were talking about this, and I'm like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Like, they, those two were, uh, they were an act oh. and undissociable, right? Oh. They were like Zelina and Andrade. So, if they had wanted to negotiate as a duo to go anywhere, it would have worked. And yep. they would have, both of them would have just been picked up because they were phenomenal. And you haven't had, like a manager wrestler act so closely linked like that in years in years and they they really could have gone absolutely anywhere andrade zelina negotiate together get a contract together leave together it would have been really friggin awesome if you asked me to at the same time because they were they were amazing
0: Oh, they, they absolutely were. I mean, it's hard to see them now as separate acts, but it, yeah. it looks like that's what we're going to get. And I was actually hoping Zelina, and this might be a little weird, but I was hoping she'd come into AEW and be the manager for Jade Cargill.
1: That that would have rocked.
0: But it doesn't look like we're going to get that. So, in um, the last wrestlers, and she's a little controversial, Tessa Blanchard.
1: Who? <laughs> Don't know who you're talking about.
0: All right. All right. We'll move on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, I, like, I, I'm not. I'm not going to dodge that. Look, um, uh, wherever Tessa ends up, mm-hmm. there is going to be uh, there's going to be um, a a, uh, a rehabilitation tour that is going to be necessary. Oh, absolutely. Because the problem the, the it's it's like anything, right? I'm trying to say too many things at once. So I'm parsing through my thoughts. She she's an asshole. Uh, just yeah. on a basic level. Yes, she is. Okay. I've heard I've heard so many stories about her. She's an asshole. Mm-hmm. She's she likes people who will advance her career mm-hmm. and everyone else she doesn't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. She's very mean. She's very outspoken about people. So she rubs a lot of people the wrong way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tanner got a spoiler for you
0: okay there's
1: a whole bunch of wrestlers who are like that
0: oh wow i would have never guessed
1: yeah there's tons of them yeah there's a good chance that one of your favorite wrestlers is a complete asshole backstage oh, I, i'm sure i'm sure one of my favorites <laughs> <laughs> now that being said i don't have a problem with a wrestler being an asshole i i don't because mm-hmm. I'm not, then I shouldn't be watching wrestling at all because this is something, time immemorial, it's always been, wrestling has been filled with assholes forever. Mm. So if people are like, she doesn't play well with others. Okay, you know what? Shawn Michaels didn't either. No, he did not. You know, just off the top of my head like that. So let's say we, so if that was the only problem, that's one thing. Hmm. The the, the, The other stuff that came out, about her being racist and openly yes. racist. Yes. That's a harder pill to swallow. Yeah. I personally it goes against some of my values. Yep. So I'm like, well, I don't really care what happens mm. to her at this point. Uh and uh, and I'm I follow the lead of whoever she's wronged or whoever people of color that I follow and like mm. look if they're if they're ready to make amends I'll keep an open mind, you know. But in the mm. meantime Yep. It's, it, I, I, it it doesn't speak to me. It, it goes against what I believe in, what I teach my kids. So I'm like, yep. no, I mean, yep. they're definitely not. She never apologized. She doubled down on it. And mm-hmm. that's something that I have even less respect for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be like, to even go deeper and be like, no, mm-hmm. not only am I not apologizing, but I'm not even close to being remorseful about it. All mm-hmm. right, well, fuck you then. It's a shame because she's an amazingly talented. She, sure is. Yep. she really is a special, special talent mm-hmm. and that is going to plague her legacy. And it's yep. a shame, but it's all on her. I
0: know. I know there's a lot of people saying AW, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. <sighs> Just because, I mean, if they do bring her in, Tony's kind of going against what he's already set. I mean, we remember the whole thing with Hulk Hogan and, and Linda Hogan.
1: Well, but, you, know, uh, you know who's been wrestling on AEW recently, right? Yeah, Amber Nova, yeah. right? Yeah. So. You, know what, you know what her deal is, right?
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: So, I mean, that's the thing. Look, this is why I always say, Tanner, uh-huh. never, ever, ever cape for a corporation. Yeah. Never cape for a business. They will always end up letting you down. Yeah. That, that, unquestionably. That's a good point. In, but it's true. In yeah. wrestling... When you when you look at entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, attach yourself to the talent, cape yep. for the talent. It doesn't matter where they're wrestling, who mm-hmm. they're wrestling for. The talent is what's important. If yep. that's what's making you tuned in, it's not Tony Khan's mm-hmm. savvy business decisions. It's mm-hmm. not Vince McMahon's million billion dollar persona. It's the talents, the people that they that work for them. Those are the people you tune in for. The it's company also- is is is. is 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 an institution that is made to make money it's Mm -hmm. going to make sure that it does everything it can to make money and it's going to fuck up it's going to do things that it's not supposed to do and it's going to do things that are going to challenge your perception of it Mm -hmm. it's just that simple tony i'm i'm convinced that tony khan has nothing but good intentions when he he says we want to be inclusive when he Mm -hmm. did the hulk hogan stuff and it's like i that's fantastic And, but you always judge when it's time to put your money where your mouth is and in these types of situations. So Mm -hmm. Tessa, I wouldn't be surprised if she ended up in AEW. Mm -hmm. I'm not going, I wouldn't put it past anyone to sign her because it's the business because Tessa Blanchard, objectively speaking, is an incredible asset to have in your company.
0: Yeah,
1: But I, you know, even though aw positioned itself as uh you know this very inclusive diverse area free of you know petty nonsense like racism we don't support that we don't back that kind of shit anything can be done with a campaign where you're trying to convince your faithful that tessa's nice now Mm -hmm. she made up with La, la rosa negra Everything's cool now. Mm. See, we're all yeah. good now. Let's yep. make money. You know.
0: Yeah, yep. You're right. That's very well said. Very it's, well
1: said. And it's not cynical. That's just that's just the way it is. I, I I I love the AEW product, but I'm never gonna I'm never gonna sit around chanting AEW AEW because no, yeah. it's, it's it's never the company that you need to yep. get behind ever yep. ever. ever.
0: Yeah, very well said. Very, very well said. Last last question I have for you since you are from Canada. Mm-hmm. Who, who is on your Mount Rushmore of Canadian <laughs> pro wrestlers?
1: Uh okay. So there's this one guy that I don't know if you've heard of. He's a little obscure. Um worked um he worked in the United States. Uh Bret Hart. I don't know oh, if you've heard of him.
0: Never heard of him. Must have been yeah.
1: Yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was the given there. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think I think you know it's like it's the equivalent of the free space on the bingo card when you ask a Canadian yeah. who's on on Mount it, Rushmore. It, it, were, of, and were
0: you a Brett fan? I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh definitely. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes,
1: yes, yes. I've always been a Brett fan. I was, I was on Brett's side throughout the entire, uh, as if I had to pick a side, right? Sure. But uh, you know, I was on yeah. Brett's side during the whole screw job stuff um so yeah so no definitely Bret Hart Mm -hmm. um I think you have to put in there I think you have to put Stu as well Mm -hmm. because Stu is so he's not just a Canadian wrestling just a wrestling in general Stu is is quintessential uh I think drawing a blank here go with Brett I think you put Kevin I, I put Kevin Owens up there okay um because his his story is absolutely fantastic and he's he's a guy who worked incredibly hard from a small town in Quebec too um just an amazing talent and oh these things are hard (laughs) (laughs) these things are difficult uh i think you know what I, i i've been hesitating but i think i'm gonna go i'm just gonna go ahead and do it i'm gonna put maurice mad dog vachon on there too
0: okay i've never never heard of
1: the he he's um He's a folk hero, okay, to a certain degree. The Vashans are a wrestling family too, from Quebec. Okay, you had Maurice, you had Luna, Luna Vashan. I've was, heard.
0: Yeah, okay, I've heard of her. They're related. Okay. Um.
1: So, uh, and uh, and Maurice was well in Lutte international, and he wrestled in WWF as well at the time uh, in the late eighties for a while. Uh, just a guy who was a big brawler. Had this incredibly gravelly raspy voice missing teeth he looked like a lunatic it was fantastic uh but he was he was a larger than life character uh super well known in the country a legend in the province here later years when he uh he lost a leg okay. uh, and in later years he had a children's show really? <laughs> he had a, yeah yeah he had a, he had a kid's show where he, he was a pirate it was it was awesome. It was... I'm gonna
0: have to, I'm gonna have to YouTube this now. Yeah, yeah no, you have to. Uh,
1: <laughs> it, it, it it's great stuff. See, and now I'm thinking like Pat Patterson. Yeah. How about how about Owen? Yeah. Not,
0: not quite on. <laughs> well, our plan.
1: If it, I mean, Owen is special. You know, yeah, Owen sure. is, o, Owen will always have a, a special sure. heart, but you know, like everyone. Everyone agrees that he was on the cusp of greatness because he was right there when there was mm-hmm. this shift happening mm-hmm. in WWF to getting smaller guys more athletic and the matches mm-hmm. he could have had. Like, he was really on the cusp of greatness, yes. absolute greatness.
0: How about Kenny Omega?
1: Who? okay <laughs> <laughs> I know I've, pissed, I've probably pissed off a bunch of people here. Uh, I, sure, I mean, uh, see, because, I, look, I mean, this goes back to the whole – Wrestling Observer newsletter controversy and yeah. where they in, where they inducted Kenny last year into or the, yeah this year into the
0: yeah into the Hall there, of Fame, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. uh, but like just for me I'm just I, he's an undeniable Hall of Famer he is a he is a Mount Rushmore guy yeah just I you know he's still active and mm-hmm. you know let's see what else he's yeah. gonna do yeah yeah, yeah. he's yeah. undeniable. You know, oh. a completely undeniable. Most mm. probably the most successful wrestler to in the past twenty years to do it without ever having wrestled in WWE. Yeah, you know? I
0: I can't think of too many others. I put right up there with them.
1: No, nope. so. I don't think I as as huge, impactful. No.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, that's a good list. I know those those Mount Rushmore questions They're are tough. always difficult. They're really tough. People ask me all the time my Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling and it changes a couple times a year. Sure. <laughs> so it's it's always difficult. But uh once again, Warren, thanks for joining the show uh, and and taking time to interview with me. Where can everybody uh, find your show and and follow you on, on all the socials?
1: Uh, I uh, do my wrestling podcast called the Mr. Warren Hayes show over on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. I record live every Thursday night, 9 PM Eastern. Uh, So if you want to jump in there, we have a great live chat that happens. So you can come and watch me and listen to me screw up live and in the flesh (laughs) for everyone to, to everyone's delight. Uh, or then after, of course, you can catch the replays there or on your favorite podcast application—Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google—it's all there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so if you can't make it live, you can still listen to it whenever you can. Or just follow me on Twitter to get all the greatest happenings in the wacky world of Warren Hayes. At- <laughs> mr warren hayes it's on the lower third here yes yes it's
0: in the graphics so yes thank you again warren really enjoyed this and hopefully we can do it again sometime
1: this was a lot of fun tanner thank you very very much for having me this was a lot of fun i hope we get to i hope we get to talk AEW again soon
0: absolutely thanks again